And here we are. We are back once again. It's your boy Jay Smith the King. I got my man with me, Sterling Furrow. I got my home girl, A Dub, Big Dubs, representing that Buff Bills Mafia, the, the Bills Mafia Babes. I, I don't know if I should say Bills because I always get corrected. Like, it's the Mafia Babes. And then, you know, I see the account and it's Bills Mafia Babes. And I just get yelled at. What is it? You know, it just depends. We just don't want to get yelled at sometimes. But, you know, usually we just say, like, the Bills Mafia Babes. I know that's how our Facebook group is. That's how our Twitter handle is. But, you know, if we're doing, like, you know, PR stuff and like that, we try to say Mafia Babes because we don't want gotcha. certain entities getting yelled, you know, yelling at us. So Got you. So, yeah, I do the official thing when it's official time. And then yeah. all the other times, y'all just wild out. Okay. <laughs> then we got my homegirl, the co-host of... <laughs> I'm sorry. The co-host of the football guys. Uh, first of all, her, the mailbag show. If y'all don't check it out, I'm gonna need y'all to check it out. My homegirl Victoria is is one of the best contributors out there for fantasy football. How's it going? Yeah, like we were saying earlier, as good as it as good as we can be going here. <laughs> it's a little bit of a somber <laughs> mood, but I'm sure we'll get into it. I'm sure. <laughs> we all sound so depressed right before we went live. Everybody's <laughs> like, "Yeah, so how do you feel about it?" And they're like, "Uh." <laughs> so let's start there. Let's start there. Just first. So we we just played the Patriots Monday Night Football. I was in Buffalo for it. First of all, can I just say, and I'm not superstitious. I'm not superstitious. Now, I wasn't there for the game. I didn't go. But every single time I've been in Buffalo this year, we took an L. And they were L's that we were not supposed to take. We lost against the Steelers week one. We lost against the Patriots just now. And then the last time I was there for the, um, the Buffalo Rumblings beer release, we played against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We got to keep you where you're at. I, think. I, I feel like I feel like I'm wearing my welcome out. That's what I feel. <laughs> like we love you. We want you here. Just like not during the- just just during the off season. Huh? Like come, off coming season, this summer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with that. I'm with that. But but let's start here. Let's start with our guest uh, Victoria. So just initial thoughts. Where are you at after Monday night's game? And you know it, it was it was it's been a it's been a rough week as far as like the media and even just like the fandom of it. Uh, where are you at right now? I think we all just had such high expectations, even just going into the season, right? Get to the AFC Championship game. The Chiefs beat us down. Then we get a rematch, you know, a couple weeks ago, and we crush the Chiefs, and we're just on this such a high. We're like, this is it. We're Super Bowl contenders. And now I'm kind of indifferent. I'm like, I don't even, I don't know if I even have it in me to, to kind of – care as much as the beginning of the season I'm just like you know whatever happens happens now and I hate that I feel that way but we just the expectations were so high and I feel let down so man it sucks to hear that sucks to hear where you at with us girls I feel like you kind of like based on what you said before we went live I feel like you kind of in the same spot yeah man how could you not be like when you you talk you know we we spent the whole offseason maybe and it's a content creator thing when you spend the whole offseason like overanalyzing and wishing and hoping and this and that. And then, you know, it's like, it ain't it, you know, I still have hope for the season, but it's hard to, uh, you know, it's hard to come to grips with the expectations that, that we have all set. It's still there, but uh, 12 weeks into the season, you're really not going to get any better than you are right now. There's just the brevity of the situation. So um, it's one of those, I'm at a place the emotional damage has been done. I, I, I'm just, I'm just here to, uh, to ride it out and see what happens. Man, y'all, y'all, y'all really, um, I'm worried about y'all. I'm worried about first Victoria. Now my man Steros, come on, A Dubs, you got to give me some type of, you got to, you got to give me something to look forward to. 
man, I don't know. I've been in this. <laughs> I hate being the Debbie Downer too, but it's just like when <laughs> we were doing so good, it's like when we're doing great, we're doing so good. Everyone's excited. You know, everyone's buzzing. You know, we had a lot of national attention and, you know, people hyping us up. And it's like, I feel like we've like really kind of declined from that. And it's been really you know, discouraging, I feel like for me, because it's like, oh, we're going to go to the Super Bowl. It's like, oh, well, we'll go, you know, to the AFC championship. And now I'm like, are we even going to make playoffs? Like, it's just so. Oh, oh dang. Oh, dang. I'm serious. Hey. ride. But true. there's just some days you're watching, you're just like. Uh, hey, Dub. Hey, when hey. she when she when she first started, I said, "Man, it was like womp 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 womp." <laughs> shout out to shout out to mom. If for, for those who don't know, Miss Bonnie is is Joe's is Joe's mom, so therefore she's my mom. Shout out to mom. Uh, we got we got some we got some folk in the comments here, and, and look, Richard Rush says, "Man, I'm with you, Sterling." He says, "Man, we're hurt, we're hurt," and I'll tell you what, that's what it comes down to, and so so. For those listening to this in podcast form now, this episode is, is called This is a Safe Space. Because what I want to do is I believe mental health is very important. Emotional well-being is very important. And when it comes to this fan base, we are probably, if not the most passionate, we're definitely top three passionate, most passionate fan base in the league. And we take like football is so important to the Buffalo Bills community, the fan base, the city. Like it's, it's so important. So. I want us to get stuff off our chest. It's okay. We can woo side this thing. We can we can go ahead and just air some stuff out. So let's let's start. Let's just start in general. So Tuesday night for the code of conduct, I kind of laid in to Coach McDermott, and it was emotional because y'all know I love McDiddy. Like I, you know, I gave him a nickname, so you know how much I love him. <sighs> let's talk about the coaching. Let's talk about the coaching. Uh, Victoria, how do you feel we're doing this year with the coaching? Like I. I Going into the season, everybody's like, Josh is definitely going to regress. Now, if you look at it like very, you know, like if you're going to nitpick the statistics, you can say, you know what? He has more interceptions. He definitely regressed. Okay, fine. I don't really see it like he regressed. I just see it like he got a couple more interceptions because to me, he looks like the same quarterback. But McDermott, Debo, like I feel like it, it's not the same type of quality of coaching. Where are you at with the coaching staff? I'm with you. And I already told you, like, even though you laid into them on that pod, I agreed with everything that you said. And it's really frustrating because, you know, being in McDermott, they kept the team really cohesive and solid going into the season. They kept their core pieces. They didn't really add or, or get rid of a ton of a ton of players. And, you know, all of us were kind of comfortable with that. Cause we're like, hey, we made it to the AFC Championship. We're fine. Some of us wanted to draft a running back or to uh to pull one more than Brita but I mean we felt good coming into the season now I just feel that coach Dayball is holding us back McDermott is coaching timid and scared I mean Dayball's offense is one-dimensional right now and there were so many things in the game on Tuesday where I was just like what is going on especially kick the decision to kick a field goal when we were only when it was 14 to 10 and we were only going to be down by one point i mean what was that about that was the old mcdermott mcdermott was throwing that challenge flag that was a really bad flag on the first down marker where mac jones did his quarterback sneak he's yelling up and down the sidelines at every referee which is really unlike him i don't know if he's trying to be something that he's not to fire up the players or others around him He's throwing players under the bus kind of in his press conferences when he said, you know, 
I don't trust Stevenson or McKenzie to return punts in this game, et cetera. I, yeah. I don't know what is going on with the coaching staff, but I think that's where it lies, and that's where you have to look because we have the same cohesive players as we did last year. So what are we doing differently? It's almost like we knew who we were last year. We had an identity, and now we have no identity right now, and it's kind of scary. It's definitely uncharacteristic of uh, Coach McDiddy too. Like to, it's like he's calling people out publicly, and I'm sure, yeah. like you can tell, he's the kind of coach that he's. You can tell he's honest with his players. So in practice and behind closed doors, I'm sure they hear about themselves. But to do it publicly, we've never heard him kind of come out and and be like, "Well, look, okay, this is not this, and I don't trust this, and I had to get the person that I could." You know, Adubs, how do you how do you see kind of what this because from from some perspective, it kind of looks like we're unraveling, you know, like as a team. Again, I'm, I guess I'm a little more positive than the rest of you. But again, this is a safe space. Where are you at? Like, how do you how do you see that? Do you, do you feel like there's some dysfunction there at the top? Does it does it kind of just feel like, you know what, we just had a couple of bad losses, so we just need to relax or, or where are you at? Yeah, and I don't know, and I kind of wonder, you know, is it just, you know, how much we were hyped up this season? Is that starting to sink in that, like, we're not living up to those expectations? And I feel like that might be getting in McDiddy's head. I'm going to use your nickname for him, but I feel like that might be getting in McDiddy's head a little bit. And I feel like, you know, maybe he's not necessarily handling it, you know, how he probably should. Like, even with the whole, you know, I don't trust Stevenson or McKenzie, I thought that was so surprising because a few weeks ago there was just a clip where he was like really you know kind of praising Isaiah McKenzie and kind of like his story and how he says they're special kids so for him to like go and say that I'm like that's kind of weird for him to do that so it's like I just hope that you know it improve. I hope you know obviously he's okay and that he improves but it's just you know he's we built such a culture and we you know like you said we kept those core players and you know everyone's you know bought into the culture and who we are you know, in Buffalo. So it's like, I just want him, I don't want him to lose the locker room. Like that's my biggest fear is that, you know, people are just going to get frustrated or, you know, players are just going to start calling out each other and things like that. So that's my fear of like, I hope that's not where we get, but, you know, I think we've been pretty resilient. Um, I've been a little worried about, you know, I feel like people have been kind of questioning Dable's play calling, especially me, like, sitting where I was. So I was at the game and I was sitting um, right in the end zone. And it's like, I kept seeing us like run the ball. I'm like, why are we running the ball? Like, I'm like, it's not working. So it's just, you know, I think there's, you know, been a little bit of a question there of, you know, why are we being so conservative? You know, the theme's been, you know, let Josh cook. I think that's what we really just need to do is just let Josh fall out and like make the decisions out there. Where you at, Charles? Because I kind of, you know, the last thing she said there, I agree with, obviously. I feel like they need to kind of unleash Josh. But but before we kind of start talking about the offense and before we start talking about that, like just the coaching staff, where, where you you kind of in, in agreement or you think we all overreacting or, or you know, well, again, this don't sound like it sound like you like, man, no, nah, they trip. <laughs> oh, man, it's it's tough because, I mean, I'll be honest, you know, the pendulum swings so much. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. From a from a coaching standpoint, I just think they got hit in the mouth. I think McDermott got uh, Belichick in his head. Um, you know, this team hasn't been able to uh, finish teams off, right? Like we 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 saw last year late in games. Um, and we all have to keep in perspective that the NFL, the margin of victory is so small. Like last year, you know, we got a little magic. Like things will go our way in late in games and so forth. Right? This year. We're not having it. And, and if you 
take the emotion out and you look at it in a vacuum, you'll say, man, in these games, outside of being blown out one time, we're like a play here, a play there. And that's just the way the NFL goes. So when you're losing, it's easy to point the finger at the coach's staff and say, you're not getting it done, right? But in a win, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Um, statistically, they're kind of where they were last year from an offensive standpoint. Josh is right on right in, on schedule with what he did last year, yards per completion, uh, you know, how much he throws the ball down the field, how much mm-hmm. we run the ball as an offense. All that stuff is the same as last year. Um you know, it just it's just a little different. So, yeah, McDermott got a little conservative. Like, I'll say that. Um, but it's the same. And I think it comes down to execution and personnel at this point. Um, I didn't agree with the challenge flag. That was that was trash. Uh, and, and, you know, Dumb. everybody wants to point the finger at the defense. Right. A lot. You know, we hear we heard a lot of that. And it's like, yo, they only gave up 14 points. Now, 200 yards on the ground is inexcusable, but for the context of how many times they ran the ball, one big run, you're like, okay, this is not a defensive issue. Now, we know they have holes on defense, but you got to look at the offense. And and Jay Spence, bro, the king, you know, even back last year, I said, hey, people don't like this, but they do need a running back, and they do need help on the interior offensive line. And when you dance with the devil, sometimes you get burned. And Brandon Bean, in my in my opinion, he got burned on that. And uh, they, they put too much pressure on Josh Allen. And if they continue to do that, I think it's going to stunt his long-term growth, not from a personal standpoint, but from a team standpoint. So you have to be able to be balanced on both sides of the ball. If you can't do that, then you're going to have issues. See, my concern is, is just that um... – it doesn't seem like so like last year there was an energy about the team like there was like a, even when when we lost the game against um, the Cardinals and even when because we had a couple losses last year, you know, it, it still didn't feel as low as it feels right now. And the team just had this energy. They had this confidence. They had this swagger. And I hate using the word swagger, but they had this swagger that was like. Okay, we still going to do this thing. We about to we about to go on a run and run through this thing. Now, when you're listening to these interviews, you see or hear the frustration. Um granted, some of the questions are out there. Like, you know, we we got the Jerry question where it got Micah and Jordan kind of in there um you know, got, I don't want to say in their feelings, but it got them upset and or frustrated enough to visibly see them uncomfortable. It is to the point now where guys aren't just, you know, you don't see the same bubbly Josh. You don't see him smiling and and like, you know, you don't see it. So my concern is not even necessarily the talent. It's not the team. It's not. It's it's the the actual the energy in the building. Um, Victoria, when you when you look at the team, is that a concern for you? Do you do you kind of look at the team like, well, how do you see that? Like the cohesiveness of the team this year? Yeah, it's like a 180. Like you said, after the Cardinals game last year, that heartbreaking loss everything turned around it's like that pushed the team to kind of say hey we got to wake up that was a tough loss and here's the things we're going to work on they worked on it and executed their game plan this year we've got tough loss after tough loss and every single interview it seems after the game they're saying the same thing we just didn't execute there's some things we got to work on this week we'll execute it next week we need better execution that's a word i keep hearing all the time but it's more the somber, like, hey, maybe we'll be able to do it. Almost like, as we've already hit on, those expectations going into the season were so large and looming that now they're kind of like, oh, it's too late almost. We've already hit on that. Is it too late to fix the things that we need to fix? Probably. It's a little bit scary, and the the energy is definitely just a complete 180. 
I don't know if that has to do with the coaching staff as we've already hit on, but it's something. And then, you know, on the same thing, and I'll, I'll swing this over to, to Sterles real quick. So on the same type of topic, and then I'm actually, actually want A-Dub's input on this too. Also, a, a thing that, that feels different than last year. I know last year we had the thing with, um, and I, now I can't think of his name because I'm having one of those moments. The, the offensive lineman that we ended up cutting. Come on, help me somebody real Quentin quick. Quentin Spain. Quentin Spain, right? So I know he he cool. kind of came out publicly and said some stuff and ended up getting released, right? This year, though, players are like literally talking on like, you know, Isaiah McKenzie voices displeasure on a couple of things and then voiced some some shocking, you know, or that he was shocked that that's why he found out he was inactive because the coaching staff didn't trust him. And then you see other players being very vocal this year. And it just seems like there's a lot of distractions outside in. Is that something that that, that you're looking at, like? kind of what Victoria was saying, but then, like I said, taking it a step further, now the players are actually being vocal outside, not just Coach McDermott, not just the way that the media is talking, but then also the players themselves are actually kind of showing a little crack in the armor. Yeah, so it's uh, it's the remember the Titan syndrome, baby. Like, look, Victoria hit it on the head. Like, last year we had the, the momentum and things were going good, and it's real nice when you get those Ws, you're stacking them, right? But when adversity hits, you know, how how do you get back up as a team? And and you got to look at it and say, yeah, some of the cohesion that they had last year is definitely not there this year. And mm-hmm. and players are starting to look at, you know, it last year it was it was kind of like you know how the NFL protects its players. You know, we protect the shield and la 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 or the police force or whatever you want to call it organizations. But now it's like they're looking at each other and they're saying, you're not getting it done. I'm not getting it done. And maybe that's something they've done behind closed doors, but now it's coming out. It starts at the top. So when you see McDermott on the sideline yelling and and kind of out of composure, that trickles down to the team. And mm-hmm. I, I think it comes to a point of, you know, they they know the expectations they had. But again, they're not used to being in this position back against the wall. They've lost that. Last year, it was cool because we lost to Houston the in the playoffs the year before. And so everything that the Bills did, Josh Allen was a, a rising superstar in the league, right? And we had all this like, oh, everything's cool. And you know, but now it's like we we it's like we expect to be here or we, we we're not thankful for where we are and, and the challenges that that the season presents. So we have to kind of again take the emotion out and look at it. Okay. The Bills are still a good football team. We just don't we we pers- we got personnel issues. And, and when everything doesn't go right we see those issues magnified. So uh, they got some work to do in the offseason, not going to lie. So I, like, I, like I said before we, we jumped on here, I'm just kind of here to see how it all unfolds. Where are you at with that, A-Dub? Because like I said, I want your, your input on that too. Do you, do you kind of feel like the team is unraveling in the sense of in comparison to last year? Not just obviously the winning versus the losing, but more so the attitude, the, the energy that you see from the coaching staff down to the players. Yeah, because I feel like last year it's like we're always, you know, obviously we're always used to being the underdogs. And, you know, last year we really harped on like humble and hungry. And I feel like that's kind of the attitude that they always have. That's like they always had a like extra, extra try, you know, to try to be good. So when we did have, you know, losses like to the Cardinals, it was like, well, you know, we lost, but we still, you know, we did our best and we're just going to come back and be tougher next time. But it's like this year, I don't think. I'm not feeling the humble and hungry part anymore. Like, you know, it's like kind of like you guys were saying, it's like, oh, well, we didn't execute. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. But it's like it doesn't seem there's like that bounce back 
like they had last year. And that's the part that I think is kind of, it's starting to spread. It's not just like one person, it's starting to spread across the team. And like Sterl said, I think it's trickling down. So when you see kind of like a little bit of, you know, being unstable at the top and, you know, how McDermott's been handling it, you start to see how other players are starting to handle it. And it's like, you know, maybe they do talk about it, you know, maybe they keep that stuff for the locker room and things like that. But I think, you know, they're starting to get frustrated and obviously they haven't been in this position where they have their back against the wall like this. So I feel like now it's like they might not know how to express themselves in any other way. So, you know, I don't know how it's going to unravel, but I hope that, you know, someone somehow can kind of reel everyone back in. Yeah, y'all got me feeling down this show. I'm, I'm I came in here needing some energy for tomorrow, and y'all got me y'all got me going nervous now. I don't know. It's the same place. You said we could talk about what we want to talk yeah. about. Sometimes it's that's not always happy stuff to talk about. So no, no, I'm with you. It's a safe space, I, I guess. So, like I said before coming in here, um, for me, the thing is, I look at the team, and I still see the team that I saw coming into the season. I still see Stefan Diggs as being Stefan Diggs. Like when he gets the ball in his hands, he does amazing things. Cole Beasley hasn't been playing up to what we're used to seeing Cole Beasley play. Now, I don't know if that's partially to injury. I don't know if that's play call. I don't know if Josh Allen and, and you know, and Cole just aren't on the same page. I don't know what's going on, but he's not playing up to par. But the thing is, at any moment, we could see the same old Cole Beasley. We can see the same old Stefan Diggs. We can see the same old. So the thing is, the defense playing the way that they're playing, I know that we have the type of offense that can put up points when when they get on it, they get on it. So I'm I'm just not as nervous. So, you know, while I'm like, look, this is a safe space for everybody. Tell me how you feel. At the same time, it's just like, wow, I'm shocked because I still see the team as being. Look, I can't sit here and say we're the best in the AFC because we haven't been playing like it. We're seven and five for a reason. We haven't been playing like the best team. But honest to God, if, if the playoffs started today, there's not a team that I would be afraid to face. Now, I get it. We lost this Sunday or this past Monday. I, I get it. We lost against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm not afraid, though. Like, I feel like we have the pieces to win. I just don't think they're using the pieces the way they're supposed to be used to win. So let's let's pivot real quick because we got we got a K gun coming in at seven thirty or not seven thirty. I'm out here on the West Coast, y'all. So I'm saying uh, in Mountain Standard Time. So I'm saying um, seven thirty is actually nine thirty Eastern Time. She's gonna pump, jump in from down there in Tampa. She's down there for the game tomorrow, and then we're gonna pivot to talk about the Tom Brady matchup against Josh Allen. So, but but before we do, let's let's kind of stick to where we're at. Like this is how I see the team. So am I am I just like being overly a, a, a fan? Like a am I, am I being a homer that much that I I really can't see the real? No, nah, whoever you see it right. I think you see it right. I mean, they're still a good football team, and everybody well. Well, everybody in the AFC is kind of where the Bills are. Every team has flaws. There's no great team. It's just when you expect the defensive line to be better than it is or the offensive line to be better than it is, it's hard to to take a dose of reality. So, no, I agree. Like, what you're saying is totally true. There's no wrong opinion here. It's just – we just want to see them be more productive and get some more Ws and and be the the team that that we expected them to be at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we're our own worst enemy sometimes. Like, yes, absolutely. I think that we are. I completely agree. Still, that we're still a fantastic team. I think what's happening too is that all three phases of the game are on at different points. 
the defense does their job. The offense can't do their job. Special teams is a mess. We can't recover from that in the other two phases. The offense is crushing, and the defense is giving up points. It's it's no one can, not one phase can get on the same page in the same game, and it's it's really really frustrating to watch. And you're frustrated because we know, like we already said, the team can do it. We have a talented, talented roster in all three facets, and they just cannot get on the same page. And it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating because you know that, like we, like you just said, we have the talent. We have everything that we need, but for some reason it's just not clicking. Now, now this past Monday, um, I finally did get a chance to go back and watch it prior to coming on the show. And the, one of the things that I can say is I'm not as, I'm not as angry with the players. I'm not as angry with the team. When, when you look at the game and you look at the weather conditions and you look at how the game turned out, obviously Bill Belichick knew, look, ain't no way Mac Jones is going to come out here and throw and do the thing. So we're just going to run it and we're going to hope that, damn it, the Bills can't score. That's what he said. That's basically what he said. And what ended up happening uh, is that the weather really did get the best of, of the passing game for Josh. It got the best of the kicking game. And and we also just weren't able to we weren't able to move the ball. That's a very good defense over there. Now, if the weather wasn't like that, you can't make me believe that even with that defense being a very good defense, Josh Allen can't put up 21 points against that team. So, again, this is why I don't feel because the thing is, we're not built to run, even though we're in Buffalo, build a damn dome, even though we're in Buffalo, we're not built to run. We're built to pass. The New England Patriots are built to run. So in games like that, if that's the AFC championship game, I'm sorry, Bills fans, we just lose because we're not built to play that type of football game. But if you if you give Josh Allen 50 degree weather with with slight winds, you can have snow if you want to. Guess what's going to happen? He's going to eat. He's going to eat like it's a buffet. Y'all remember Ponderosa? He's going to eat like Ponderosa. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how it's going to be. I just I just don't know. I don't know. Anybody could jump in here. Build a dome. I just wanted to, to reiterate that. <laughs> Build a damn dome. I, I'm Please. so sick of this. Football is meant to be played in the elements. We're up. We're up. That's what you. football's about. Okay, we get it. We get it. It's not 1960 anymore. Build the dome, man. <laughs> I got to experience like the both extremes of it. So I was in New Orleans. I got to go to the dome for that game, and then I was. Same. It was beautiful. They're in Buffalo for the Patriots game. And it was like night and day fan experience. Like I get people love the snow and we're built for the elements. And it's like, honestly, it would be just so nice to go watch a game and not have, you know, wind burn and be freezing your tail off. But that's just me. I don't know. But build a dome. Well, Charlie says that domes make gyms build soft teams. Uh, How do you feel about that? I hate the word soft. My gosh, enough. I do too. It doesn't. Everyone's like, oh, we drafted Josh to throw in the the cold weather. Oh, what what happened? Why don't we look up his stats in the games where there's been really bad weather, rain, wind, et cetera? We don't have an advantage. It's all made up. And there are there's no data to back up to back that stuff up that you have a home field advantage if you're playing in bad weather. Yeah, I, I I don't think you know the, the a dome makes GMs build soft teams. I don't agree with that. I mean, it's just you know every team has flaws, and unfortunately, yeah. you know we're just one dimensional right now. Uh, I have all the confidence in the world that Brandon Bean this offseason is gonna is gonna shake it up, and we're gonna be talking that shit just like we always have uh, come this offseason. Like, let's get real. Like, yo, like. The Bills can be anybody in the league, like for real. We got to quit playing. They can. 
I mean, it just we just want them to like we but we don't know like so who cares man look get better in the trenches yeah we got to get better there you can't and the thing is like a lot of fans and we kind of get wrapped in this idea that like you could build a, t- a whole team in the offseason and you can't do that you just cannot do that and so positive you know the nfl salary cap is ex- you know we're, they're getting more mm-hmm. money so we're gonna have more flexibility like there's there's we could save you know 17 million dollars and, and and make it some some roster moves like the bills have flexibility to make moves whatever that is i don't know what their game plan is going in but you want to talk about like draft capital you want to talk about like uh you know what brandon mean has done in the drafts like he kills it so i'm cool with that like i'm cool i'm just ready for it to unfold and unpack but to, to say that you know a dome makes soft teams i don't agree with that uh you know we just look we just some players away on both sides of the ball, just like every other team is. And that's that's the beauty of the NFL, right, is that you just never know. <sighs> well, first, you bring up a good point about the salary cap. That's exciting yeah. because – um, you know, everybody thought that it was going to it was going to be a smaller increment. So, you know, that what that does is it opens up things for teams like the Bills who feel like we're that close and we kind of were crunched. It felt like we made some difficult decisions, decisions this summer because of the cap space. Now, this year, we can hopefully try to attract some more talent to go along with the team that we have. Josh Allen is already paid. I think they're going to extend. I know some people in the in the um, comments aren't going to like this. I don't care. I think they're going to extend my man Tremaine Edmonds. So it's looking like the, the, the money that needs to be spent will have the room to spend it, plus bring some people in on that offensive line, maybe um, replace Star. Do we do we need to replace Star? Look, I don't think you need to replace him until you have an, a, a backup that you're sure that can produce. I mean, look, we when they signed Star, we knew what he was coming in. He's not one of those guys that's going to fill up a stat sheet. Star plays a role. They very much believe in the 111. You know, this isn't a team that that pins their ears back and they go after the quarterback. Now, do they need to be better on defensive line? Absolutely. Now, that's to be said. But stars, I mean, he's he's all right. You know, he's he's a he's a good starter, average starter. Can can he be better? Absolutely. Can they find somebody out there? We're gonna see. But I'm not ready to to, to let go a star so we can have a, a you know a, a, a open door coming up the hole. Man, I, I can't I can't do that yet. Yeah, yeah. What you thinking, Vic? I agree with the, with with that. I do. And then I kind of am indifferent because we haven't seen him play that much this season, which that's p- probably part of why you're saying that. But mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, it's it's kind of tough because then you, you kind of have PTSD from, you know, the other side of the ball, letting go some of our offensive linemen and look at where what they're doing now. And that, that hurts. So I'm almost like, don't want to be too quick to saying yeah we should let him go i think that that's the thing though i think in general with everybody we have ptsd but yeah. like with <laughs> everything that we're talking about like because and that's what i kind of talked about tuesday on the, on the code of conduct is that there are still it's a portion of the fan base that still has somewhat of a negative um you know just a negative attachment or a negative way of seeing things when it's like come on y'all gotta chill man like we're better so but what we're gonna do we're gonna pivot uh, hold on. Sorry, we're going to pivot. Um, it, it's, it's halfway through the show, so we're going to switch to Tampa Bay now. We're going to try to talk about what we can do to win. Before we start talking about the game, I'm going to bring in my home. Hey, hey. Home girl. Oh, K-Gun is down in Tampa right now. What's going on? I'm going to be honest. 
I can't hear anything out of you guys are seeing right now. This vibe is wild. And I got to see if I can turn my... Oh. oh, she left. Uh, she she kicked herself out. <laughs> she was like, let me see if I can turn my by. And it was it. So she's going to pop back in here. And when she does, uh, we'll, we'll get her perspective on some things. But so let's talk about it. Tom Brady, he's he's basically owned us. He has basically owned us. Um, you know what? Wait, she's right back. Already. <laughs> I thought I was turning my camera around, guys. I'm sorry. Um, but let's take a look at. I don't know if you guys can see it. That's amazing. Oh yeah, we can. That's amazing. Wow. We are wilding out here in, in Tampa City. All right, I'm gonna go, guys. I, <laughs> I can't hear you. It was nice to All see right. you. Let's go, Bell. We'll be crazy. Have fun. <laughs> Okay, so it's funny. Y'all. Like she literally popped in. I can't hear anything you're saying. I'm leaving. Bye. Tampa City. <laughs> that's a new one. That no, that's funny. cool though. Um, I'm glad that, you know, and, and before we, okay, so before we get into the game, so we're going to start with Tom Brady, but before we do, can I just say like this season, the Bills fans have absolutely impressed me. Not, I mean, and they impress me every year, every year. Bills Mafia is impressive to me. Can I tell you how we traveled this year in a way that I don't think that we, you know, it's like, yo, it feels like a home game everywhere we go. Just how amazing is that? And and I feel like all three of you have been at, you know, well, Sterles, did you go just to the, the uh, Steelers game or did you go to multiple? No, I just went to that one this year. Okay, so um, I know Victoria and, and A-Dubs just kind of mentioned how they were in Kansas, not Kansas City, good grief, uh, down in New Orleans. Real quick, let's just talk about the feeling that day, like how the crowd and, and how the fan base traveled and made that a home game. It was amazing. It was amazing. And it, the Saints, I, I was there. I have friends that live in New Orleans, and they were at the game. They were shocked at how well we traveled. The section I sat in had fans from Buffalo. Like Probably three, four of the rows I was in was all Bills fans. And you looked around and you saw a bunch of blue and red. And I don't know. It was incredible. It honestly was. It was great. I think that's so dope. What, how, how, what's your memories of it? I know you had a good time, Ada. Like I, I remember you had a good time. So talk to me about. <laughs> I had a cool. great time, and it was just so cool. So I went through. Um, I went with K Gun. We went through uh, Fans of Buffalo, which that was a phenomenal experience. So if you're thinking of doing an away game, like absolutely do it with them. You know they take care of everything. So I just wanted to shout out to them. But um, it was so cool. So we got there that Wednesday, the day before. And they had a parade, like a Bills Mafia parade with like a band and everything. And you look on Bourbon Street and kind of like all through the French Quarter and all you just see is like seas of blue. It's just all Bills Mafia. We had like a giant black party, you know, people breaking tables in the street. Like it felt really like just at home. I'm like, we're just we took Buffalo and we put it down, you know, in New Orleans. And it was just such a cool experience. You know, Josh's family was there. So that was really cool to, you know, have them come to the tailgate and kick it with us but um it just you see how much like this fan base really loves this team and that they'll travel doesn't matter where it is like they're gonna travel and they're gonna go support and i think that's really dope i just need the bills to pick it up i need it to be the bills and the arizona cardinals in the super bowl and i don't think y'all will understand what that would do for me like if if that were to happen i don't i don't think you will understand my heart might quite literally explode so like I need that to I need that to happen. So but let's get into this game. So so K Gun just kind of 
popped in and tried to report from Tampa real quick. It was really like one of those hurricane videos where people they can't they can't hear you and they're just like out there with madness going on. Uh, but so we got Tom Brady tomorrow and he's owned us for his career. What are we expecting? Is it more of the same tomorrow, or do you think that this defense is legit enough to kind of contain Brady to an extent and and this offense can turn it around and pull us out? Let's start with Sterles on this one. Oh man, you gotta start with me. Okay, uh, so. <sighs> Brady, man, it's just hard, dog. It's 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 like I'm speaking from hurt. I'm hurt. <laughs> like Brady just does some some bad stuff to us all the time, man. And and it's funny because you know you you hear Brady and Gronk. You know Gronk is excited for this game. Tom Brady is excited for this game. Like he his whole like mo is to stick it to the Bills. Like he he just knows that like you know he's gonna come here. Well, we're he's gonna we're gonna go down there and he's just gonna he's gonna do it to us. So. Is there a chance to win? I'm not picking the Bills to win this game. But is there a path to do that? Absolutely. Um, I, I think you should – the Bills should kind of come out with some 10 personnel, uh, you know, make – use Gabriel Davis more. Make them – make them uh, – you know, they, we're going to see a lot of zone, right? They're going to put a lot of zone. They're going to try to put pressure on Josh Allen. But I, I think Josh this is the game where you guys were mentioning let Josh cook where, you know, I'm cool with we don't have more than 10 rushes from the running backs this game and just kind of let Josh just throw it around the field. You know, make them be honest, right? Uh, we have one of the most dynamic quarterbacks in the league for a reason or dual threat wise. Let just go out there. You know what? Throw this, throw the book out and just let's let's just play football tomorrow because, um, you know, you you this is a perfect game to get your mojo back. You know when I had the movie Stella got our groove back. You could get your groove back on Sunday if you come out there and punch these boys in the mouth. So that's what they're thinking. They're not thinking, "Oh man, Tom Brady's gonna eat us alive." Fans, we think that, but the, the the players aren't thinking that. So yeah, like the Bills can win. Will they win? Will they execute? Like Victoria mentioned, all three phases. Well, that's what we're gonna remain to be seen. Hey Dubs, I see you over there nodding your head. So I take it that you're in agreement with that. Can you kind of just share your feelings on that? Yeah, you know, I think it just turns up, comes down to like, which Bills team are we going to get tomorrow? You know, are we going to get one that's like real fired up that wants to punch him in the face? And it's like, yo, we're out here. We're going to let Josh do his thing. We're going to get this dub. Or are we going to be like how we've been, you know, last week where, you know, we're a little bit rattled, you know, we're playing conservative and things like that. So I think could we win? I absolutely think we could. Like if everyone, if each phase of the game and we truly played the way we can up to our ability and executed properly, I think absolutely we could win. But I just don't know if we can just make that turnaround that quick from last week. I hope that we do, but I don't know that it's going to happen. Can we put last week into perspective real quick before we continue? Because there was nothing, absolutely nothing the bills could have done better in terms of a game plan like they 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 couldn't run the ball throwing the ball josh that man josh allen was still throwing dimes i mean the wind was howling you got snow coming down we're just not you know a, a running football team i mean so so like we not not this is not against you a dub but this is just in general like Let's take ourselves out of it and, and look at the elements played a, a big factor. Like like the King mentioned, if we played this game in a 50, 60, 70 degree weather, we beat the Patriots. And we're going to whoop that ass in a couple weeks. Like, on, on God, on God, we're going to get them back. So, look, last week was we got to throw it out the Got to throw it out, man. It's not the norm. That that junk is crazy. So I'm a, you know, I'm gonna get in here and start cussing. <laughs> <laughs> and there no, were some no, throws right. that it's like being there in person, like do like you just saw some throws and it's like 
especially the one to Stefan. Like you saw it going to him, and then the wind like just like carried it. I'm like, if this wind was not here, like that was got him all day. He would have got it. So I agree with you for sure. And I still say dome, and I'm only bringing that up now because Charlie's in the comments still trying to be a he's trying to be a Thor to my side. He's talking about yeah, he was throwing dimes, so no need for a dome. Absolutely a need for a dome. Are you kidding me? Don't nobody want to go out there and sit in that, and the players don't want to play in that. Go yeah. back and look at the interviews for the post game when the players mm-hmm. when the Bills had the snow game against the Indianapolis Colts a couple years ago. Go back and listen to what the players said. Nobody enjoys playing in that stuff. Like I don't know why y'all feel like that's football weather. It ain't football weather you know what that is it's just a it's something crazy that we taught ourselves that we have to believe because you're supposed to be tough and sit in the cold and freeze and no i'm black i don't like to be cold and i can't speak for everybody i can't speak for everybody else but i'm gonna just tell you there's a reason that i moved from buffalo my knees and my back don't enjoy the cold it don't make me soft i still got hands for the coldest of them if you want to come see the boy pull up but when it comes to the snow when it comes to the cold I ain't got no time to be outside wet. That don't mean that I'm soft. It means yeah. that I don't like the damn cold. What? It don't, it don't mean I'm hey, soft. It don't hey, mean I'm soft. Look, look, we black, but hey, when I get out the car, I be making faces. Uh. I be like, yo. And this morning, yo, real talk, because, you know, in Phoenix, it's hot. So, like, this morning I got up, and, and this is how bougie I done got. It was, like, 49 this morning. I got up at, like, 5-something to take my dogs out, and it was, like, 49. And I'm like, Jesus, I need to throw on a – like, what am I doing out here? So, so no, don't nobody want to go and sit in that when it's windy. Kristen was talking about it last week. She was talking about how her face was, like, burning off, and Ada was talking about it earlier. Like, she got wind burn on her face because she wanted to sit outside for four and a half hours hours for a football game that her team still lost like i'm gonna sit outside for that and y'all gonna lose hell no hell no y'all better get that dome build that damn dome for josh allen do it i can't i'm sorry i can't even enjoy a hot dog in that weather like get the heck out of here and i don't even like hot hot dogs i don't even want a damn hot dog hell no like the only good part about that game was catching saran neal after his special teams play that was like the whole highlight oh, the whole that did it for you that warmed you up for that the did it for me that warmed me up warmed my heart <laughs> hey that's funny. richard rush well yo richard rush said well i'm white what's my excuse listen <laughs> I, I, I wasn't making <laughs> <laughs> they, they want to play igloos bro that, that's that best lombardi yeah see y'all are built for that they built for that like they could be out I love there rich Hey, he, the, he that's my homie right there they could be yo. out there with all that we can't do that look, look equator bro and Joe be ready. Yo, Joe be, I love Joe so much. Joe be ready for the cold. He be like, oh, no, man. You got to come back to Buffalo in January. We going to. And I'm like, Joe, I'm yeah. not coming back to. There's a reason why the tickets for the games are on StubHub for $10 when it's cold out. <laughs> People are getting the jet. I remember one year someone gave me four tickets yeah. for free because they're like, we're not sitting in the snow. I said, well, I'm not either. So I don't know. <laughs> Look, yo, I, when I was there, when I was there, I had people the day of the game calling me like, yo, you want these tickets? I just give them to you. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm straight. Trust me, I'm good. Bro, look, Joe Joe Miller is the kind of dude that could be snowing and my guy will be out there with shorts on and flip-flops. And I, that's I, what Jamie, bro, no, that's what Jamie. Yeah, it's like. His hey, sister look, just said that. White people, y'all, put some damn lotion on, man. <laughs> I, ain't trying to, I ain't trying to see that, dog. Like, your ankles be looking like. Uh, like Elmer's glue, dog. Like y'all gonna have to what? Do, put some lotion on them things, bro. 
<laughs> them dogs be struggling, man. Like oh. Elmer's glue. You know what? I'm not even going. <laughs> I'm not even going. <laughs> Let's talk about this game. We got 15 minutes left. Let's talk about this game. So Antonio Brown still suspended. So that's one weapon we don't have to worry about. Uh, they got a running game, though. They got a running game. Uh, Vic- Victoria, what you were? <laughs> We're, I don't even know how to ask this because I have a couple things that I'm worried about tomorrow. I'm going to be honest with you. Tom Brady just Tom Brady is surgical when it comes to playing against the Buffalo Bills his entire career. I don't care if it was the best defense we've ever had or the worst defense. He's just surgical. Like it doesn't seem to matter. Gronk, I looked at his numbers. He has 15 games career wise against the Bills and he has over a thousand yards receiving and, and like it was 69 receptions. Go figure. 69 receptions over a thousand yards and like I think it was like 12 touchdowns for 15 games. So that's a season. Like that's a, he got a pro bowl season out of a tight end for against the bills. What are your, what are your fears of tomorrow? What what got you nervous? Definitely Tom Brady is y'all already hit on. He's just, he's still on fire. I don't know what kind of deal he made with the devil, but it's working. It's annoying still that he's still just popping off throwing. He has, plenty of games this season with four or more touchdown passing touchdowns it's just it doesn't make any sense so obviously still worried about time but there's teams that have shown they he can be beat the saints beat them with trevor simeon i mean washington beat them i mean there are ways to beat this team and that's why i still have this little sliver of confidence that we can bounce back in this week this would be the week to bounce back you already mentioned leonard fournette He's crushing it. Not only is he doing well on the ground for them, he is a threat in the backfield as a pass-catching running back, and he's doing it very, very well. Tom Brady trusts him. Gronk back, that's scary. He's good for one or two touchdowns every single game when he connects with Brady, and he doesn't even necessarily have to have that a ton of yardage down the field. He's always going to be that red zone threat. Mike Evans, huge red zone threat. And mm-hmm. all of this, Chris Godwin, these guys are playmakers. And that's the scariest thing. If we can't control them in the red zone and hold them to three points instead of them scoring a touchdown, it's going to be tough sledding for us. But if we can, mm-hmm. their secondary, though, is where you can beat them. Go ahead. Well, you know Chris. what? Wait, because I don't want to cut you off, but I yeah. felt you getting ready to pivot. So before you talk about their defense a little bit, yeah. on that offense, you got to remember, this is the first game we're actually going to be able to see the difference that Trey White makes. Oh, that's what I had that had that coming too. It's so, so, so true and worrisome because we didn't get to see, we didn't have to worry about it last game. Three, I don't want to say this out loud, three passes attempted last week. I mean, (laughs) there was no worry. (laughs) And we lost. (laughs) But yeah, that's definitely a scare. You got to worry about is Dane Jackson going to step up? Not too worried about Taron Johnson and Slav, but you know, is Dane going to step up for us? I hope he can. He's shown he can, but this is a really, really tough test for him. All right, let's swing it over to A-Dubs. Where are you at with it? Yeah, you know what? And I talked about this with Joe on the Donut Bag podcast. I'm convinced that, like, Tom Brady is, like, a swamp witch, and he, like, made a deal with somebody so he could, like, stay young forever and just keep, like, being out here throwing dimes. But um, I think he's, you know, he's a, he's a great. He, he really is. Um, and I think that, you know, for some reason, he's always our kryptonite. I don't know why, but he is, you know, I think sometimes he gets into our head that's like, oh, my God, we're playing Tom Brady. So, you know, I feel yeah. like I don't know if that's going to be the case tomorrow, but I I don't know. But, in you fairness. know, I do work. 
What's that? I'm sorry. In fairness, he's everybody's kryptonite. Like he does this to everything. Yeah. It's not just the bills. Like when you really go back and look at it, the dude, he, he had years where they just ran through the league. So go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off there, but I'm just saying in fairness, it's not just us. We ain't, we ain't. Yeah. It's everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And just like the pieces that he has around them and he utilizes them all. Obviously, he, you know, he's got Leonard Fournette. He's got Mike Evans. He's got Chris Godwin. He's got Gronk. You know, he's going to use them. I think they're going to, you know, be really powerful. Um, can we stop them? You know, is the next man up going to step up? You know, I sure hope so. You know, I think there's some upswing to them. But, you know, obviously it's going to really hurt not having Trey out there. But, um, you know, I hope this is a bounce back week for us. I really do. Like everything I keep saying, like I just ho- I hope I'm wrong. And we go and have a really great game, but I just don't know what team's going to show up. Damn it, y'all wrong. I'm going to tell you, Sterles, I'm coming on and say what you're going to say, but I'm telling you, y'all wrong. My boy's going to come and do the damn thing. Where you at, Sterles? So it's a game of matchups. So you got to look at, okay, Mike Evans, uh, you, you know, Levi Wallace is going to be guarding him, right? Then you look at Chris Godwin, who plays in the slot. So Taron Johnson is going to have his hands full. And Tyler Johnson is on the other side. So Dane Jackson's matchup shouldn't is not daunting at all. The thing that worries me the most is what Leonard Fournette does in the backfield. You know, can the Bills be stout and and, and kind of, uh, you know, put, you know, kind of pay attention to him in terms of making sure he doesn't leak out? Because Tom Brady is going to – he's not – Tom Brady – he's not looking to throw the ball downfield all day. Tom Brady, and we've seen this for years, he's very much looking to, to check it down. He, he's going to take the easy completion. He he knows pre-snap what the defense looks like. He's played against McDermott a thousand times. He knows what it's going to look like. He knows what his matchups are. It, will he take a couple shots deep this game? Yeah, he will. But can Taron Johnson keep up with Chris Godwin? I don't know. You know? Uh, so, there's a there's a path, but but Fournette is the thing that I'm worried about. I I really do like uh, the matchup between Gronk and the linebackers. You know, uh, I think I think Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano will be able to to not let Gronk have a, a big game. So I think you're gonna they're gonna do their damage in the short to intermediate area. That's where they're gonna do their damage. I don't you know we still got Micah Hyde and Jordan Poirier who are all pro safeties. Like let's not forget about that. So they're not gonna let these guys beat them over top. So if the Bills can keep everything in front of them and get better at defending the end zone when they when they get in the red zone, I think you there's a path for the Bills to be successful. So just because it's Brady, I know we get all crazy, but you can win. There are ways where the the defense can can kind of limit Tampa Bay from from going off. So I fully expect if you if you had to look at the way the season's been going and the Bills lost to Bill Belichick last week, this is the game where magic can happen. We haven't had our magic this year yet. So let's let's go. Let's see what happens. All right. Well, I'm gonna tell y'all why y'all wrong. Because one of the things that I look at is I feel like the team is is they believe coming into this year, they believed that they were a Super Bowl team. Right. And I feel like right now the pressure is on them because they feel like a Super Bowl team. But now it seems like everybody has turned their backs on them. So now I feel like the team is kind of in their minds have told themselves again, like, OK, now we're the underdogs again. Yeah. Victoria talked about this earlier where she was talking about how last year we had that underdog mentality and how and, you know, and just how that mental played on the team and how it helped them for the rest of the year. I feel like now everybody, I mean, the fan base, the national media, the local media, the coaches talking weird, like everybody seems to have been like, okay, 
we're not like literally I was watching all week. I've been watching every single content creator, not every single, a lot content creator in Buffalo. A lot of people are picking against the bills right now. Like in our, in our community, everybody's picking against the bills. It's, it's that point now where it's like, okay, now we're going to show y'all. We're going to show y'all what it is. And I think Josh going to come out and he's going to be determined. I think he's going to be pissed off and I think he's going to show it. Uh, so in the defense, I'm ne- to be honest, I'm never worried about the defense because in the grand scheme of things, yeah, if you want to say we got gashed, we had that one long run that I felt em- embarrassed about when you look at the one play. But if you look at the rest of the game, they, the, if you take that one play out, they average 3.4 yards per carry. The, they, the Patriots did not kill us on the ground. They just ran every play on the ground. So, you know, and that one big play inflated the, the average of numbers. So when you say, yeah, they gave up five yards of carry. No, they did. They gave up one large play and then they gave up 3.4 yards per carry. So I'm not concerned about this defense. I'm I'm just ready for the offense to wake up. And tomorrow is going to freaking happen because my man Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs is going to get their mojo back. My man Sterling's was talking about Stella. And guess what? That's where the groove is going to go right back to my man Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. And Cole Beasley going to go in there and he going to he going to drop a verse. He got, he got bars for y'all, too. He want to be a part of the magic, too. Stills brought up too uh, Gabe Davis last game. He was making plays. He played twenty eight percent of the snaps. That to me, that's kind of inexcusable because we're not seeing like we've already hit on Sanders and Beasley. They're kind of just odd. they haven't been a huge part of the offense. Even Diggs last year, he led the league in I think receptions and yards. Right? What are we doing? Get our guys that are making plays. Get them the ball, especially against this secondary that is hurting right now. You can beat the Bucks through the air, and that's our strength. So I want to see them take it to the house. I want to see them do exactly what you're saying. Uh, I'm just nervous. Y'all are making me nervous. <laughs> well, so let's do this. Let's let's get our let's get our predictions going in, and then we're going to go ahead and get on out of here so Stiros can kind of get out there and party. He got some big plans tonight, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to watch this fight. So let's let's go ahead and get this going. So let's start it off with A-Dubs. Where are we at? What's your score prediction? And give me a, a stat line for Josh. Um, I'm going to go 28-24 bucks. I think it's going to be a tighter game. I think both defenses um, – don't get mad. I think both defenses, you know – I think our defense is going to show up. I'm just a little concerned about our offense. I hope Josh gets a cooking. I hope still. I hope Spence is right. I hope Josh goes out. I hope he cooks and everything like that. Um, I think it'll be a big throwing day for him. You know, I think he might throw for maybe 350. So we'll see. I hope. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. Real quick, we're going to finish going around this. I'm going to ask this question the way um, – well, it's just why. If you had $1,000 and you had to bet it, who would you choose right now this game? Just win, win laws. $1,000, who would you bet on? The Bucks. Start- <laughs> <laughs> I hate yeah, to say that's it. a no-brainer. <laughs> Dang, that's how y'all feel. The bills. $1,000? Oh, yeah, baby, yes. That's a lot of money. And the bills have been like that – that ex-boyfriend you're on and off again with win lose win lose i mean i can't trust it right now. we don't and know see, what team is going to show up tomorrow like it's yeah. just a no watch. this is going to be the team though tomorrow this is going to be the game that the ex-boyfriend is going to come through he going to have he going he going to make he going to get everything right he going to have the right music playing when you get in the car he going to take you to your favorite restaurant it's going he already going to have the order done like you're not even going to have to order it's just everything's going to be perfect he going to have your favorite song playing in the music so i'm t- like this is what's going to happen tomorrow y'all got to y'all got to be with me 
Y'all got to be with me. I can't be the only one excited for tomorrow. Uh, you, you, you can. <laughs> Come on, man. We're in our we're in our feelings of being having that PTSD. Like we've talked about, we're just we we have no no uh, positive <laughs> thoughts right now. All right, sir, you know what? I, I, listen, man. <laughs> Can I can I do a, a a twofold prediction? Let me tell you. Let me, let me tell you what my heart says. My heart says it ain't gonna happen tomorrow. But let me tell you what the the, the fanboy in me is talking about tonight. Look, Bills can absolutely come out here and, and handle these boys. Look, if if I had to, uh, I'm not putting my betting money on it. All right, but if I had to say with my fan goggles on, I I'll say the Bills can can get this dub, uh, 34-27. I think it's. I think if where the Bills win, that's how they're going to do it, and they're going to throw the ball all over the yard. We we know that that uh, uh, the Bucks are kind of they're not as stout in the secondary as they are up front, right? So they know they're not going to be able to run the ball. This is the best run defense in the league. So Josh is going to let they're going to have to let him cook, let him run around the field, make plays. Josh is going to be fired up. This whole team is going to be fired up. They ain't got to worry about no damn wind. They ain't got to worry about rain and snow and Armageddon and all this old craziness. The only thing that we're not going to see tomorrow is a dildo being thrown on the field. That's the only thing we ain't going to see tomorrow. So the Bills going to come out. I'm going to tell you all right now, the Bills going to come out. They're going to get it done 34-27. That's what's up. Never say never about, about the dildo. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it's early, <laughs> sir. What's your hey. prediction, Victoria? <laughs> oh, goodness. I want to say... I want to go with our boys 27-24. I, I just hope Josh can get it done. Get him some design runs. Get him runs in the red zone. Get this man a rushing touchdown. I think I think I was listening to the Shout podcast with uh, Matt and Ryan when Josh has a rushing touchdown. Our win-loss record is like 21-3 and or something of that, of that nature. So just get the man in the end zone. Let him do his thing. Yeah. I want to see it. 27-24, Bills. Can we do it? Yeah, no, I'm with you. We need a heavy dose of Josh running. Yeah, and we can. We can we can do it, A dub. Look, I'm gonna tell you, I'm going, I'm 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 gonna go out on a limb here and I'm gonna say it's gonna look like and it's gonna feel like the Kansas City game. We're gonna go out there and it's gonna be like 34 to 20, 37 to 20, and it's gonna be one of those games where you're gonna be like, What the hell is going on with this team? Is this a Super Bowl team or is this a team that loses to the Jacksonville Jaguars? All week we're gonna be talking about why are the Bills so inconsistent? They're great one week and then abysmal another week. That's going to be the storyline. I'm telling you, the Bills have all the talent in the world. We have the we have the top receiver. We got a top four, top three receiver, depending on who you talk to. I put them just outside the top three, but only because there's two, like it's just some nasty dudes in the league this year. So, but I mean, but Diggs is that dude. Josh Allen, top three quarterback. I don't care who you talk to. If he's not in your top three to top five, you might not be. You don't need to have a discussion with this person about football if they're like lower, you know, closer to 10 or past that. So I believe in our offense. I do. I don't believe in our running game, but I believe in our offense. I believe in Josh Allen. I believe in his defense. And damn it, I believe in Sean McDermott. I didn't. I wasn't happy last week, but I believe in him. And this is how it's going to go down. Before we get out of here, let me just go ahead and throw this over here to justincasebags.net. I know um, I didn't do this earlier. I should have done it earlier in the show, so it gives you a chance to go over and check out justincasebags.net. But we got something for everybody. Everybody down there in Tampa right now, y'all could probably use a just-in-case bag right now because it has everything you need for the fellas and everything you need for the ladies. It got something just in case you're going to link up after the bar. It's something just in case you're going to link up after the game. You don't have time to go back to your hotel. Let's get jiggy with it. 
go ahead and get it going. And then if y'all can do me a favor and head on over to Buff on Weck and grab one of those Poyer for All Pro or we riot hoodies or T-shirts, is going down. We, we got to get our guy there. And if y'all haven't already voted for our players for the Pro Bowl, if you're not going to vote for anybody, make sure we vote for Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, and Josh Allen to get there because those guys absolutely deserve it this year. And we're going to do the damn thing. So, Vic, let everybody know where they can find you and what you got going on. Absolutely. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at FFB underscore Victoria. I am doing fantasy football now. I'm a fantasy football analyst. So if you are playing fantasy, this is a big week, week 14, right before the playoffs. If you need advice, please just at me on Twitter, DM me. I'll answer your questions for start sit. You can find me on the football guys mailbag show every Wednesday at 730 PM Eastern as well. All right. Sterles, what about you, man? Let everybody know where they can find you, what you got coming up. Uh, you can find me on the Cover One Network. Uh, we're on the Hoof Live every Tuesday night at uh, 9 p.m. is where you can find me. My uh, I'm on Twitter at Furrow Sterling. All right. And A-dubs, big dubs. Go ahead and let everybody know where they can find you and if you got anything special going on. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at BillsBabe716. Um, we don't have any um, – the Bills Mafia Babes, we don't have any events really going on this weekend. But I do know um, – I just want to give a shout out to Del Reed. I know he's having, um, there's going to be a watch party. I think it's Sports Bar 365. Don't quote me on the name, but basically the Buffalo Airport Hotel. We got some, um, the 26 shirts has a new little kiosk in there. They got all kinds of cool, you know, shirts, swags, hats, bracelets. They got Bill's Mafia Babe stuff in there. So definitely go check it out. You know, between quarters, you can go shopping and stuff like that and watch the game. Del's fun to kick it with. There's trivia. I want a Stevie Johnson autographed picture last time so if you're not in tampa and you want to go somewhere cool to check out the game you know head out there dell is like taking over the industry ain't he like he's he's doing everything i saw him today he posted helmets like like why is he selling helmets and i'm not saying that to be funny like i think it's so dope that he's literally doing everything i didn't even know he was doing that that's awesome like dude all right. And y'all know how I do it. It's your boy, Jay Spence, the King. You can find me on Twitter at Jay Spence, the King. And I represent that Buffalo Rumblings podcast network, as well as this YouTube channel. Do me a favor. Y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive. Test negative. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go.